Welcome to the We Rush In podcast, dedicated to exploring the physical and mental demands of being a first responder. I'm your host, Dan Gignard, and I'm a Canadian police officer with many years of experience as a use of force instructor and police supervisor and everyday patrol officer. I understand firsthand the importance of maintaining both physical and mental fitness while on the job. In this podcast, we will be talking to Canadian first responders from a variety of fields, police, fire, paramedics, and even military, as well as service providers who assist in the training and health of first responders. We'll hear about the challenges and triumphs of maintaining fitness, training, and overall health and wellness while on the job. We'll also learn valuable tips and inspiration on how to stay fit and healthy, both physically and mentally, while serving our communities as first responders. Whether you're a first responder yourself or just someone who wants to understand the unique challenges of this profession, this podcast is for you. So let's dive in and explore the world of first responders' health and wellness. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned. Hey, brother, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. So welcome everybody back to the We Rush In podcast. Uh, today I got uh, an old acquaintance of mine, Paul Britton. Uh, he's with the RCMP, currently posted up in Nunavut. Uh, we work together in Alberta. Uh, recently, in July of 2022, Paul had a article published into the Blue Line magazine uh, about financial fitness uh, for law enforcement and financial literacy. Uh, as we know, this is a bit of a problem when it comes to police officers. Uh, and Paul decided he needed to do something or he felt the need to. So uh, I guess quickly, first of all, I guess, where in Nunavut are you? So currently I am in Resolute Bay, Nunavut, which is the second most northern detachment we have in the RCMP. The second most... Uh, second uh, most northern inhabited community full-time wow okay uh, what's the furthest north just out of curiosity the furthest north is greece greece fjord which is one hour north okay uh by, by plane oh, of wow. us yeah and that is yeah. that is the end and of the line when is it there comes members to... posted there yeah there's two members we have two members here so there's myself and uh, one other member and then greece has uh a corporal and a constable as well so two members Okay, right on. Right on. Cool. And you guys help each other out? Like, if something real bad we happens, sure do. are you the guys flying up there? Yeah. So, right most on. likely, um, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. If there's an emergency, we wouldn't fly up, two of us, because the help would come from a Callaway. But uh, we do lean oh, on each okay. other quite yeah, a bit yeah, for um, for experience. As the, cor- the corporal just left Greece. Uh, I used to email him for... Uh, just tips on running a detachment and then they just got replaced he got replaced by another sure. guy who's brand new in the division and uh now he's emailing me about the same kind of stuff so it's a circle like that here in Nunavut. yeah with the changes yeah it's kind of the same uh where where i work is we're all we're all learning but we all have different levels of experience right so people are leaning on each other calling up and hey what do you think about this like that's policing man that's that's just helping each other out. Everybody has their thing. That's how it goes. So, yeah, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess real quick about the whole article you wrote. Uh, what prompted you, what prompted you, sorry, to write that in the first place? Like, what was going on? So, I was po- my second posting after uh, we worked together there in in uh, the in St. Paul area. I post. I went up to Fort McMurray and I transferred up there and I bought a. I bought a condo right at the top of the top, uh, 
real estate market. And literally the next, the month, the month after I bought that condo, it started to oil crashed and the value of real estate started to drop, 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 drop. Um, I met my wife. I get it. I met my wife. I, and then we bought a house and this, we were like, oh, well, we don't want to sell this condo at this loss. So that's, that's rented out. So we did that for a bit. And then we're like, oh no, it'll like, it'll bounce back and prices will go back. And and no, they didn't. They, uh, they kept dropping. So I initially bought this condo at 350,000 and I sold it for, uh, or I didn't sell it. I foreclosed, but it, it, uh, valued at about a hundred and hundred and change. So, So I did, I did the math and I was looking at a loss of, if I rented it, I was looking at a loss of about $800 a month for the next 15 years. So I could sell it, uh, sell it for zero. So I'm looking at now, all of a sudden I'm looking at foreclosure and I had never missed a bill payment in my life Had excellent credit, never really gave money, uh, second thought because i just always had enough or the ability to go and work more overtime and get money if i wanted Mm -hmm. to buy something or i really didn't have a a very a very advanced knowledge of finances and money and how it worked about how it worked and and i just remember back to our training at depot we had a we had like a half an hour to an hour lecture on on pension and money and it was all it was is a guy from staffing came in and said uh the rcp is the best pension so you better you should never quit so i'm like oh okay that's good and i really never gave it a second thought because hey he's a sergeant he's telling us this is true and mm-hmm. who am i to argue with him so stare so also during that time period i would see a lot of junior members making the same mistakes they would get tra- most likely Fort Mac, Fort Mac was usually their first posting and they would, um, yeah, they would show up, they would have, they would first off, they would buy a brand new truck and finance it <laughs> generally on terrible terms. And a oh, year, yeah. a year and a half later, they'd be trying to sell it and losing all this money or refinancing their loan into a, into a more economical vehicle that made more sense. So yeah, I kept seeing this over and over and over, and um, I just decided to write uh, write an article about it, and and I kept seeing also that how finances played a big role into in members' mental mm-hmm. health. Like if like I, oh yeah, there's the too. in policing a, a lot of members talk about like the the, the policing triangle for your health, your your body, your mind, and your spirit. You keep those working and you'll have a great career and you'll get everything you want out of out of your life of all parts of it and you know, work-life balance but you can be the fittest the fittest member the best police officer uh, you could have great mental health but if you're going home and you're you're spending more money than you're making your debts are piling up and you can't make your minimum payments and bills and you're gonna you're gonna have a harder time achieving achieving what you want out of life so I just decided to write that that article. Right on. Yeah, I totally vibe with all of that, man. Like, I bought my house in Estevan. It's the only transfer they would give me to Saskatchewan. And I bought my house for like three ninety two or 4 or something. Mm-hmm. And when I finally ended up selling it two years after I left Estevan, I think I got 
269 for it something like that okay. like i had to take out money i had to take out a loan basically to pay the difference in the mortgage just so i could move on you know yeah. so I, I get it for sure and then when you go from making not much money to making cop money you know so to yeah. speak it's it's easy yeah. to fall into that trap like well i could afford that payment you know i'm gonna get that nice car truck or trailer or toy or whatever yeah for sure it definitely yeah. uh it's definitely a pitfall that you can end up in it is right but it's it's like in the rcmp like we're we're very we're vulnerable to those kind of situations because we're tra like we're transferred to these often remote locations where um where you don't like there's usually one 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 uh industry in town and yeah you you can like say if the mill closes down or the paper mill or the fishing operation like the cost of real estate goes down by 50%, right? And maybe even more. Mm -hmm. And and you're you're now giving away your house where normally you would uh, you'd be able to at least sell it for what you what you got and move on, right? So, yeah, for sure. So you got to make good yeah, uh, good uh, financial decisions going along the way to have have uh, to have like a defense a defense mechanism against those kind of uh, those kind of issues keep your keep your credit yeah for keep sure your credit cards down have you noticed well even uh, just yeah man yeah you don't realize when you get that 29 percent interest like it adds up real quick if you start jacking up no. your credit card no 100 it's uh it's credit card credit card uh debt is one of the worst um and then you know, I was lucky. Like when my when we left Fort McMurray, uh, like my wife's also a member. We sold our house at a loss, and I foreclosed on my condo, but we were still able to leave. Uh, with we were able to come up to Nunavut here, and rebuild our finances with um, with uh, with some money in the bank, which is which is good. But we were only able to do that because we didn't have mm -hmm. we didn't have car payments in Fort Mac, we didn't have credit card debt. We didn't uh we didn't uh live a lavish life right. like we just yeah lived lived reasonably yeah, and uh yeah. we were able yeah so like my my advice to People, if they're having financial issues, you got to understand like what, where your money is going every month. Take a stock of what you had, and that's the first thing I did. I said, okay, well, there's you got bill like your bills are what? Can you do better on those? How many streaming services? How many uh, like where's all your money going, right? And, and take a take a hard look at what you're spending and just understand it, and then look where you can mm -hmm. where you can cut. Uh, personally, like we we'll, like when we move south, like we don't own any vehicles right now, and when we and when we move south, we're gonna we're gonna buy used vehicles and avoid avoid payments at all costs. Because if you can if you can eliminate that massive payment in your in your life, man, you you'll be you'll be laughing. Especially especially as a police officer, you can uh, you can really do well if 
because we do like as cops yeah. like we 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 don't have a, a income issue we have a spending we have a spending issue Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. Definitely. It's hard right. to not fall into that trap where it's like, well, I got the money. I want this. I want that, you know? Yeah. And also too, like who's to say right after, after a hard set of shifts, uh, I talk about in my article, like I would find myself going to the mall in Fort Rack after our, like the first day after night shift, not really needing anything specific. I just wanted to buy something to right because yeah. it made me feel made me feel good uh oh yeah it's like yeah. it's re- it's retail therapy and i practice that and like and uh you got to find better outlets for your uh for your issues right absolutely there's different different uh different avenues you can take rather than you know maybe focus on uh getting outdoors or fitness or something yeah. other than spending money on junk 100 percent, and uh and I see it, I like, I see it over and over and over with, uh, with, with members that, you know, like lifestyle creep is a real thing. Like, let's say you're brand new, yeah. you're coming to it, you're coming to a detachment. You got all, you got all this excessive income, right? Like say a, a new member in Southern Saskatchewan or Southern Manitoba is going to be, you know, probably one of the highest earners in in the in the area that they're they're working so right away brian sells a brand new truck you got a eight six or eight hundred dollar payment and it doesn't take long when members are gonna they go on two vacations a year you uh you meet someone <laughs> you guys buy a house and there it is like you're now you're you have a kid you're now your income is like getting taxed quite quite a bit so lifestyle creep you got to watch that like as you get raises Mm -hmm. don't go out and say oh well i got i have yeah this much more money i can get into a better better car payment or something yeah yeah one thing too that really really have you noticed any uh have you noticed anything like has your agency started to do anything as far as helping members or is there some available help some kind of program where guys can get some financial information or so now with the with the introduction of the national police federation they have brought in this program where you can you can subscribe to some financial counseling and it's offered at through the enriched enriched academy and they partner with other organizations okay, and they're a, cool. a leader in in canada on um, financial literacy for they work with the cfl they work with uh, the nhl uh they work with a lot of the police associations in ontario and mm-hmm. they they have a six they have a, a program that you can you can pay money and you'll join this program you get a financial coach and they'll take a real hard look at your finances and your um, situation and you can also they also show you different ways uh, to invest outside of outside of traditional uh, investment options right which they can provide you some knowledge on ways to invest 
uh, and gain passive income so that you're you're drawing yeah. more money as uh, more money in by the by the month and not just okay. your salary so so that's when you can right. really build gotcha. your wealth is when you when you bring in pass some passive income as well as your police salary absolutely yeah for sure uh actually that's one thing i was gonna ask about was uh i was talking to a friend who works there in estevan and uh i guess mm -hmm. the new chief there had all the guys there offered them to sign up with enriched so i was gonna ask you if you've heard of them but obviously yeah. you have <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no yeah i did uh i did the i did the uh program myself and um we're we're doing we're taking doing some of the advice taking some of the advice um that they talked about they're really big on rental rental properties and uh they're big on on private private lending so both are okay. pretty lucrative uh pretty pretty lucrative ways of uh making some money uh, so mm -hmm. i've uh, made made some investments because we've like we've had a very good 2022 like being up in the north we had a great we had a great year financially up here and uh right we but the key is uh not not spending that money faster than you make it you uh yeah for sure key is uh do, investing it wisely and uh making sure you grow your money so that when you come like when you have a situation like i hit in fort mac you have a bit of a cushion and a defensive mechanism there to pr protect protect your finances you totally need that. Uh, I definitely didn't have some of that making some decisions to, get, you know, leave Estevan and things like that. I mean, we made yeah. it work because I needed to, but uh, definitely yeah. if more preparation ahead of time definitely would have helped. Um, just yeah. coming from me going through a divorce and things like that, all taxes, everything. It taxes your mental health. It taxes your financial health. Like it's, it's yeah. all, and it's, where it's no lie like that's a high percentage in policing of people that deal with a divorce somewhere mm -hmm. along the way it's that it's just the reality yeah. right like that's you can't can't well, deny it well yeah especially in in the in the rcmp like we uh like you have like on top of all that extra stress of being a police officer you have um the the stress of moving from point a to point b uh, every three to yes. five years, right? Which, which, uh, which adds to the stress. And my, uh, like, I went through a divorce as soon as I joined the RCMP. It was like same thing. And uh, I always yeah. laugh. It cost me eighty seven, eighty seven thousand dollars in uh, yeah in joint in uh, well in yeah. joint joint debt like uh, cash joint and yeah. uh, <laughs> and all that stuff, everything. So I know what that. Yeah. So it uh, it adds. Well, and up you quick. think about the stress of, yeah, yeah. You think about the stress of starting a policing career, and then you add that on top. Mm -hmm. Like that's oh, yeah. that's that's got to be something. Yeah. Well, it's it's one thing, right? Like you, if you have your finances running smoothly, um, that's just one extra thing that you really don't got to worry about as a as a police officer, right? Like you can go to work and not have to think oh like am i going to be able to make this month's credit card bill or this month's car payment right is my rent going to be late yeah uh you can yeah. go and you can be a great yeah. police officer and not have to worry about that stuff and and uh also too you can like if you want to take your all your days off and not work overtime uh 
and recharge. Hey, you don't like, but if you're pressured because of financial yeah. issues, you got to work all that overtime. It's going to add up, and there's eventually going to be uh, there's going to be a, a limit that you can do. Right, you're gonna you're gonna break. And I've and I've seen it yeah, happen personally. I'm, like it's happened yeah, to me, same. and uh, it's happened to uh, it's happened to a lot of people that I've seen. And uh, and it's I think money always has a has a big uh, big thing to do with that. Yeah, and and honestly, if you do that long enough, it it could cost you your career. Like eventually, well, hundred yeah. percent. I bet you, like if. Yeah. I know like the RCMP doesn't really, they need to study people that have gone through, like take a look at what's going on in the lives of members that are either commit suicide, have had uh, like real bad situations where they've, uh, where they've uh, got into a situation where they've been discharged, like through disciplinary reasons or code of conduct issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would, I would, or like even even extreme cases like corruption cases where you'd look at uh, at a member's finance. I'm sure a member money and finances has a is a motivating factor in all those cases. Um, but we really like well, we guaranteed. really as an organization and as a profession of policing, we really got to do better and stay on top of stay on top of training guys new when they come to depot or police college or wherever you're getting trained. Yeah. There should be I, there should be a whole day sure. on uh, at least on um, how to like how does credit work what like yeah. all that kind no, of I'm stuff kidding. because uh, a lot of a lot of times a lot of times uh, members come to depot and police training they're like early twenties where it's their first like real job yeah and you, all of a sudden you're going to be making yeah. an eighty thousand dollar base salary to start and you're going to go out and you're a you're a prime target for uh, vehicle salespeople, uh, toy salespeople, uh, and banks love you because of our steady salary. Mm-hmm. So you're a good candidate for credit. Credit. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I th- I think like it all like it needs to be uh, it needs needs to be dealt with better as a as an yeah. organization. Give people the tools yeah. so that they can make good choices. Hmm. I saw that even uh, growing up in a military town, being a military brat, uh, they didn't make great, great money, but it was consistent. So banks were always apt, it seems, to lend these guys money for the new Kawasaki Ninja motorbike or the brand new car or whatever. And I'd like to know how many of those guys were able to maintain that long term. Yeah. Because the military is the same pitfall, right? No, I, I yeah. totally agree, and and uh, you we're gonna see too with the our, like with the rising interest rates here, and people that oh, yeah. borrowed uh, that have uh, borrowed a lot have a long a line of credit, and have uh, borrowed a, a money against their house. Are they gonna be all? Because all those rates are variable, right? They're not they're not fixed rates. Mm-hmm. Um, we're yes. Gonna, yes. We're going to see some people in some tight situations, right? That that are going to have Big to time. unload their properties and their toys, and it's uh, yeah, just to make ends meet. The, yeah, and the key to that is you got to under you got to keep those keep that borrowing to a, to a minimum. 
Yeah. It took me a lot of, a lot of years to figure that out, but uh, definitely on that track now, like we don't borrow what we don't need because yeah. it, it mm -hmm. only leads to uh, a lot of problems. Well, with like, I know our situation, everybody's situation is different, but with our, with our situation here, like having been in the North, uh, me being a member, my wife being a member, uh, we're going to have two kids here soon. Uh, we could, we could, if we don't load ourselves up with unnecessary debt, we could live anywhere in Canada that the RCMP would want mm -hmm. to send us. So if you want to live in the lower mainland or Victoria yeah. or, yeah, like we could, we could, so we essentially by making smart decisions, we could say, okay, well, where, where is the best opportunity for us? for our family, for our kids, for us as our careers, like where are the best options? Where yeah. can we go? And and uh, that list gets a lot bigger if you're not laden with um, like a lot of consumer debt where, um, yes. so it like, it just, your options get bigger once, if you don't owe a lot of money on a lot of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Like ideally, mm -hmm. ideally we would as a couple, we would like to get to a point where we can live comfortably without having to go to work because we've bought enough assets right. and properties or have yeah. enough cash so flowing investments. Income becomes that we, your we income. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we don't have to, we don't have to go to work. We could say, you know, yeah. like instead of, instead of going to work every day, like one of us could punch out and, uh, and, or both or, whatever right so it, but that only happens if you make mm -hmm, if sure. you make good choices and you and you take care of your finances absolutely have you noticed a, a shift overall from the membership like are you finding more and more people getting on board with being smart about things or are we still falling in the same pitfalls for those young 20 somethings i think it really depends on what where you are like and what kind of supervisory people like if you have if you're working like i would always tell the young guys that i worked with i'm like man get like stop buying those stupid vehicles like don't do that like they'd be talking about what to buy and you know some people aren't going to listen and that's just like i i like mm -hmm. i did the same stupid thing when i was their age too and yeah. and people don't like they learn like they learn with experience right and, and that's why they call it life experience because you like you mm -hmm like you get older and you've like, and people learn through pain, right? The pain of making an $800 yeah, yeah. truck payment every month for a vehicle that's, that you've paid 75,000 to 80,000 for. And now it's worth 40. Uh, yeah. No that, kidding. Like that's a very powerful lesson and, uh, <laughs> and you'll learn and they learn it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. The hard way, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 It's right on. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's unfortunate that there are not more people on board, but sometimes you just gotta learn it the hard way, right? Some some guys that's you just do, how it you is. You do gotta learn it the hard way. And uh uh No, hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And I learned it that way. Uh more people do. But what I do do is I tell guys, hey, like, look, there's options out there, and I think there is now, like there is options now like you can go through the association i looked on our on our benefits i recently i did some claims for dental work we had up here and i saw on our benefit system you can 
you can claim credit counseling as a, as a benefit oh, free, really? to, free okay. to you as a member. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, so that is good. <laughs> like I haven't, uh, I haven't used it yet to see what it's like, but, uh, but at least there is something there that's accessible in, if you need it right away. Yeah. So I think we're getting better. Absolutely. We're not quite there. We're not quite there yet, but once, like once we establish mm-hmm. that a little piece in, in, uh, in training where like, people start to say, Hey, look, credit, credit is an issue and it can affect your work. Uh, yeah. It's cause, no shit. Cause the debt's and like, why, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think like everything, right. It's like training, training is, uh, you've always got to figure out a way to cut down the time, make it more efficient. And they're always losing some things, mm-hmm. gaining others and, uh, training, right. The yeah. demands on members, yeah training schedule is it's like the demands on their work it's it's going up well you only have so many yeah. so many hours in the cadet training training program you're going to add uh Race. you're going to add more more uh yeah work you, and more stuff on the members from one spot. so there's probably yeah 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 it's agreed um right on well, I'm really happy to have you on the show today. Um, yeah. I'll definitely put a link to some things in the show notes there, like your article, which is a good read. Yeah. And uh, yeah. maybe a quick link to that Enriched Academy, even if guys maybe yeah. pitch it to their organization, like, hey, maybe that maybe the maybe the organization mm-hmm. can get this in place for the guys so that they can, and the guys and gals, yeah. sorry, so that they can uh, figure out what to do. Well, it's, you know what, like if you have a financially healthy police officer, that's a one step in the way, one step towards mental health, having a good mental health, having good, like hundred percent mind, good body. And you're, you're operating, you're operating at the level that the public expects us. Uh, and mm-hmm. when the people call the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when people call the police, they expect that, uh, a mentally well competent person is going to be showing up and dealing with their issue and uh, having people that aren't bogged down with debts and aren't struggling that way. It's, it's a good step and it's often ignored, but yeah, any of your, any of your listeners want to connect with me, they can, uh, they can look me up on Instagram. I'm big on Instagram at Britain North and I'm also uh, big on LinkedIn too. It's uh, my name, Paul Britain there. And, Shoot me a DM message right if you've got questions. I can I'd stick you in the right direction and we can have a chat. Cool. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, and anytime. Be safe out there and take care. Yeah, man. You too. Okay. Great, great talking again. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the We Rush In podcast where we explore the physical and mental demands of being a first responder. I hope that you found today's discussion and interview informative and inspiring. Remember, maintaining fitness, training, and overall health and wellness is essential for first responders to be able to serve their communities to the best of their ability. Stay tuned for another episode on the 1st and 15th of every month, featuring more interviews and insights from Canadian first responders and service providers. In the meantime, please visit our website for more information and resources on first responders, health and wellness, and don't forget to follow us on social media for updates and additional content. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there.